Welcome to It's That Podcast, episode 72. I'm your co-host, Joe Lindholm, along with Jason Shirley. Jason, tell them what time it is. is a band called uh, Camp Cope. Yeah. It's uh, three Australian chicks. She sounded Australian. That are angry. Yeah. And uh, are making music that I sounds like the stuff that I loved in the 90s. Yeah, it sounds like The Cure. Like the bass line is very Cure-like. It was. Yeah. Um, but there was no... Uh, oh... What do I want to say no that's Roberts. not going to offend no. somebody? <laughs> no, I, there's that, and then I was going to say it's all anger, and no is what synthesizer that, yeah, yeah, and, and it's all anger. Bit Jesus out. Yeah, there's no like. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm this sad, is sad. I'm sad. I'm that. I'm none of that. No. Good. Wine. Wine. Goth. Goth. Wine. I'll have to listen to that. Yeah, man. Um, she's super angry. They've got a song called "The Opener" that's outstanding. Okay. And she pretty much just goes through a laundry list of things that promoters have told her. Really? Why they can't headline and they should look for smaller uh, venues? venues. Really? And, oh, wow. it's, it's outstanding. Nice. I'll have to check that out. So, uh, All right, kid. Yeah, we got an anniversary that happened while we were away. Yeah, we did. Away. Uh, one of my favorite White Sox ever, Mark Burley. Uh, it was the anniversary of his perfect game. Yes. And subsequently the catch. Uh, yes. By D. Wizzle, Dwayne Wise. Um, Correct. I was at work that I can tell you exactly where I was. I was at work. Okay. Um, we had it on the TV and we had Hawkeroo up, right? Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, whatever. But then he did the, you know, we're, we're paying attention to it. It's like sixth inning. Okay, still nothing. Seventh inning. All right. Now it's the eighth inning, nothing. And then Hawkeroo's like, call your, call your friends, call your neighbors, call your daughters, call your sons. Mark Burley comes up in the ninth inning. And then that was the, the fly ball to the left center. And I'm like, oh, crap. What a right? way to lose a perfect game on a home run. Wise makes the catch, and I do like a 720 in my chair. Like, because okay. I, I was at, you know, I had chairs that rotated, right? So I, like, I spun my chair around basically. UWGN. And I was like, chair. holy shit. I can't believe you fucking got that. Yeah. I, I was at work, and then it happened, and then all the White Sox fans rejoiced at work, and it was great. That is great. I yeah. got a little uh, a little insight. Ooh. <laughs> Go on. Okay, so pet segment. Uh, Scotty Pod starts the game in center, right? Uh, sounds right. Yep. I'm a big Podzilla fan. You are. 
So anyway, eighth inning, Ozzy puts in wise. And yep. Joey Cora goes, you can't do that. You're going to fucking jinx him. <laughs> you, you, you can't put in somebody else now. He's protecting the start of the game. Right, right, right. You change things. You can't do it. And Ozzy looks at him and goes, that's why you're always going to be a fucking coach and not a manager. Because <laughs> you're worried about a perfect game. I'm worried about winning a game. That's it. That's all that matters, man. And I went, oh, okay. Very good. And Joey Cora has done <laughs> fine for himself. He's done just fine. Yes, I wouldn't Ozzie, worry about Joey Cora, Ozzie's but that day, the, yeah. I I yeah. thought interesting <laughs> because there's no way Podsednik makes that catch. Zero. No, no chance. Zero. No, he's fast, but he didn't. I don't think he's athletic enough to get that. No, he's just fast. The right. other uh, nugget about that one is my favorite AJ story, where he has the day off and he tells Burley, "Hey, uh, go out in there and throw a no hitter." And Burley goes, "I already got one of those." And he goes. <laughs> All right, well, then throw a perfect game. And he's nice. like, okay. All right, I'll do it. I, and remember, then, I remember really talking yeah, man. Like in, the, in the bullpen that he didn't feel he had anything. Wow. That's what he said anyway. I think. But anyway, Yeah, go well, on, that's go the difference. AJ, go on with your AJ story, sorry. I did not mean to interrupt. Oh, no. Uh, and as annoying as Farmio is, yeah. as much as he makes you nod off and hit the rumble strips. Exactly. His call was brilliant. Yeah. Perfecto. Yeah, it was good. I mean, I every time I hear it, it, I'm like, yep, I was, I, I remember where I was too. I was driving out in the middle of uh, nowhere, Iowa, I <laughs> right, think. Right. Sorry, coach. And then. Uh, uh, back when I used to travel for work and yeah, uh, yeah. I was listening to it. Yeah, I mean, on, on the last out. stream. On the last out, Hawkeroo just yells, Alexa. <laughs> Yeah, so it was pretty cool. It was a cool moment. It was it was fun as a White Sox fan to see that to see a perfect game, and I saw two of them in my lifetime. Right, Burley, and then the great Philip Humber. Oh yeah, yeah. I've got the Mariners game on right now as we record this. Humbo, yeah, yeah. In Seattle, no less. Oh yeah, but uh, the White Sox this weekend, uh, I believe the term is curb stomped. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. It wasn't pretty. No, it was not pretty. Um, as I've said numerous times on this podcast, all the twins do is mash. Everything yeah. they hit is exit velo of 91 million. That's amazing. It just seems it. It just, everything they hit is crushed. And today was no exception. <laughs> and the number of home runs is uh, rivaling the Yankees, oh, right? I mean, it, they're going to, they're on pace to shatter the record. And their slugging percentage right now is 500 as a team. My God. 500. Oof, that's crazy, crazy good. Yeah. And they just mash. Uh, today, 11-1. The White Sox problems, it, the, everything started downhill when, when Tim Anderson got hurt. That's kind of when things started to nosedive. And then the mm-hmm. pitching staff has just been not good. I mean, Lopez has been good. Nova's last two outings have been good. Yeah. But Kovey today couldn't even get an out. I mean, in the he got bounced in the first. He had zero point zero blue. He had blue Tursky innings pitched. Ugh. Zero point zero. Um, he's gonna get DFA'd or sent down either right tonight or tomorrow before Tuesday's game. Mm-hmm. He can't be here. You you can't pitch like even against the Twins who hit everything. You he, you can't be here if you're gonna pitch that poorly. You just yeah. can't. Right. Right. So. 
Yeah. So they're going to DFA Kobe. Uh, my guess is they'll call Anderson up and get rid of Kobe, and that's the transaction. Okay. I mean, and then they got to figure out who the hell's going to start because it isn't going to be Dylan Kobe. That guy's terrible. Well, I mean, it's ridiculous to say that the White Sox would be buyers. However, yeah. with the trade line, trade deadline approaching. Yeah, if they, I mean, they're not going to bust up what they have moving forward. If they were closer yeah. to the wild card, if they didn't go on this tailspin, mm-hmm. I'm f- I firmly believe they would have been buyers. Okay. I firmly believe they would have gone out. Like there, there's rumors that Syndergaard's available, right? And right. the White Sox would have more than enough prospects to get Noah Syndergaard. Sure. But at this point, I don't think it, it don't bother at this point. Try again next year. So you're just saying stand pat at the deadline. Yeah. Yeah, okay. there's no there's no point now. Don't right. don't get rid of your prospects unless you have to, right? And right, right. now they don't have to. They're they're just not good enough. They're not going to compete for the wild card. You know, even if they get hot. If they, even if they go get Syndergaard or another starter like maybe Marcus Stroman or somebody like that, even if they do Who's that. He's reportedly going to uh, the Met. That's right. I believe. Uh, the Rays got Sogard today. They traded yeah. for Sogard. And there were interesting um, Cubs rumors around that where uh, Addison Russell was going to be scratched from AAA tonight. And when that happened, it was like, hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, no. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Stroman's going to go to the Mets. Um, there was talk of the Astros getting Syndergaard. Mm. Um, the, uh, the Mets, the, the, well, the, the, Mets the Mets, the Mets brass thinks they can contend next year. They're, they firmly, the, the GM firmly believes that whether it's well, true or not, maybe, I don't know. I think but, that's yet to be seen. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, if they got Syndergaard, they'd win the world series. You got to think, right? The Astros. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, they may win the world series without him. Right. But you get Noah Syndergaard. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I mean. And it's Hammer. That's a. <laughs> that's right. And Mjolnir. That's, that's tough to say. But yeah. So. And then uh, your Cub. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, they bashed today. Yeah. Making. Schwibbler. Uh, making big deals. Schwibbler today. Big deals. Big top. Picking men. up Derek Holland. That's right. Big just what you deal. Need. Well, the, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, uh, it is three days till the deadline, so they got time. I know. And the problem I with know. the Cubs, and, and we've we've talked about this before, is they don't seem to have the juice to get anything like this done. I think they have the want. I think they realize that. I think Theo realizes that he's going to have to do something. Yeah. But what are you going to what are you going to trade? Like, there's nothing in the there's nothing in the bank. Yeah, you know, there's more than than I think people give him credit for. Maybe so. I mean, it's not the treasure trove that it was with Cease and Eloy. Right, and, right, right. And now that, you know, Hap is... Hapless. Hap. Huh, I see what I did there, hapless. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. see what you did there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they're in a, they're in a dogfight, man. Now they're in for the fight of their lives from here on out. It'll be fun to watch at least. Maybe not as a fan of the team like you. Like you're going to be ripping your hair out. Yeah. But from the outside, it's, it's, it's going to be fun. It's all the bullpen, man. I, I The starting pitching has been good enough for them to win the last six in a row. 
and, and the bullpen they just come up. are two and four. Two and, yeah, bad. I mean, and Kimbrel's been not Kimbrel, but oh, I mean, yeah, exactly. You know, and it's it's easy to second guess Joe sure. on things like that, where yeah. you're like, you know, Strope, he's not the same guy, right? And you can't just look at what he used to do and think yep. that he's going to come out and do that again. He's older. Yeah. Uh, trotting C-Shack out there. And I don't know. So if you, today, I'm like, why don't you use Kinsler more? That guy's been great. And then today he gives up a, a double. Yeah. I mean, it didn't matter today. Today sure. was kind of a laugher. Because it was Schwibler. Yeah. And, and that's the other thing. Yeah. What are those people saying today? Oh, trading you know, Schwabler? he was hitting like 235 and right, right, right. sucking the last two weeks. Oh, we got to get rid it's of like, Schwabler. He's terrible. He's like, awful, man. Oh, oh, by the way, they seven have RBIs seven from ribs the today. today. Right. Two bombs and seven ribs today. How's that? How's life treating yeah. you? Yeah. You know, do, do those people just shut up or are they, they like, to, okay, right? this was an outlier, whatever, still deal him, get rid of him, whatever. Yeah. I think that. I don't know. If the Cubs could, if you could, if you could trade for one realistic guy, like what trade do you want them to make? I'll be honest. I don't think there's that much out there. I mean, other than Syndergaard, like you said. Right. But I mean, I mean there's, there's always bullpen people to be traded for, right? Yeah. I mean, Castellanos, I guess, at third. Yeah. And I can't, I can't. But I mean, is it, and, and, and Castellanos can play the outfield too. So I mean, he's like, you, you can interchange those parts, but then what do you, do you deal in Bodie? Like, do you trade <sighs> Bodie to the Tigers? Because you're not going to trade Brian, obviously. Well, right. No, so I know. Bodie Ann for Castellanos? I mean, uh, Bodie and Russell? Maybe. Because uh, Russell got scratched, right? Today, yeah. yeah. Today he got scratched. Yeah, Twitter was saying, no, don't read anything into that. I know. Come and on. that's what the beat reporter for the uh, yeah. Iowa Cubs said, too. But yeah, like, eh, you got to wonder. Right. I mean, the time of year. Right. And Addison Russell, he's he's going to be a throw in. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, he's not going to be. Point. He's not a key no, player. He's not the, the 2016 All Star, right? 21 bomb, correct. 96 RBI Addison Russell anymore. Yeah, correct. Hundred percent. Although you could probably say a change of scenery may do wonders. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, you never know. I mean, I would think if you're the Cubs, you got to get another bullpen arm, right? I mean, like, cause oh, you're starting that's part of it. Your starting pitching's been pretty good like you said I mean, yeah lester's been all right quintana's been pitching pretty well sure but you, you darvish can't, you can't get yeah, darvish has been great you can't pitch but you, you you can't get past the bullpen no and i hendrix last night i mean he only threw 90 pitches and probably could have gone another inning he said he had more in the tank well, i'm sorry that was two nights ago yeah yesterday was lester mm-hmm. and lester was spent once they closed the roof yeah that was uh, he he was sweating. Yeah, he yeah. just it was done. Yeah, it's awful. There. Yeah. I um, I love that park yeah. when the roof's open. Yeah, but when it's closed, it's claustrophobic. The, the higher up you sit, you get nauseous. I mean, it's just it's really? not a good. Wow. It's not a good feeling. Wow. I mean, I I guess I appreciate that they have it mm-hmm. to eliminate rainouts. Sure, but man. It. Oof. I've never been so. because the problem is they can't cool it down fast enough, right? As fast as the roof closes, right? See, like in Houston, it's rare that they'll have it closed and then open it, or right. vice versa. 
they usually leave it however the game starts. Right. Unless there's a rain coming in or something like that, right? An unexpected storm. Yeah. And in Houston, you know, it's so damn night, hot. It's just, they keep yeah. the roof closed during the peak summer months. They never get, get that thing open, hardly ever. Right. You're so damned hot out. But like the Mariners right now, I'm watching the Mariners game as we record this, and it's they got the roof open at Safeco. It looks gorgeous outside, you know? Right. It's like, well, what are you going to do? Oh, man. But I'm looking forward to the next couple of days, trade rumor-wise. Um, it's always a fun time of year. It, the, it'll see, we'll see what the Sox do. I don't think the White Sox are going to do anything. Like I said, I think if they were closer, they, they'd pull the trigger on something. Yeah. But at this point, it's like, mm, no, no. Because you're not going to win the wild card. The, the way the Indians have taken off, you're not going to win the wild mm-hmm. card. You're not going to catch the Indians. You're definitely not catching the Twins. I mean, and the Indians are only one game out. Like when, you know, two one, you know, a month and a half ago, you're like, oh, this race is over. Like Twins are going to win, right. well, laughing. But now, no one's laughing. The Indians are no, gaining ground. On. Yeah, um, they're starting to hit, which is something they failed they had a really hard time doing earlier in the season. They've picked up mm-hmm. the pace a little bit. They've started to hit better. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens from here. And in the next couple of days, like I said, trade deadline is Wednesday. So, uh, as we record this, of course, recording this on Sunday the 28th, um, be interesting to see what uh, both teams do, you know? Speaking of, uh, summertime, Jay. Yeah. Late July, when the, uh, heat kicks in, mm-hmm. the humidity, and yeah. the grossness outside. Yes. That can mean only one thing. Bears. I was going to say. Bears. That's right. Bears back in training camp. Um, yeah. By the way, uh, some NFL injuries, two of note. Uh, AJ Green, I saw. Yeah, AJ Green apparently tore some ligaments in his ankle. Yeah. It was revealed today. So he's going to be out six to eight. He's going to miss the first game at least, mm-hmm. maybe more. And Sterling Shepard for the Giant, uh, believe, dislocated his thumb. Ooh. Yeah. So. Interesting starts to the training camp. Uh, they've held out. They put HaHa Clinton Dix on the pup, um, just to hmm. keep him, keep his leg and knee ready for the season. Right. Um, interesting note. I didn't realize this really until I was reading an article in the Athletic. This is Khalil Mack and Roquan Smith's first training camp with the Bears. Yeah, because Mack was traded for hold out and trade. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, you know, I never really thought about that, but they're right. It is their first. Yeah, he had a lot to say in uh, Mac. Akeem Hicks also had a lot to say. Did he? Oh, yes. Because they asked him about um, Vic, right? Fangio. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we're not going to miss a step. Pagano's the man. Like, if anybody mm. was going to take over for him, it's Chuck Pagano. Wow. We're going to be fine. That's good to hear. We're going to kick ass. I'm like That's what I want to hear. Exactly. Yeah, man. Right? And it's uh, it's been steamy the last 10 days or so down here because they're, mm-hmm. they're about, I don't know, 15, 20 miles as the crow flies east of where I am now. Right. It's been a little steamy. So um, hopefully, you know, they're hydrating everything, you know, and I guess uh, one of the darlings of camp has been um, Anthony Miller, apparently. Oh, trying, great. Trying to get on the same page with Mitch. That kind of thing. So yeah, uh, it's, it's early. Hey, obviously. before his injury, man, he was hell yeah. Legit. He was impressive. 
then he dislocated his shoulder, came back. Because he's we. Dislocated again. <laughs> and right. plays like he's not we. Their first game is a week from this coming Thursday. Oh, man. Yeah. Can you believe it? It's oh, like, it's here. It just feels good. Yeah. The, the um, Hall of Fame game is this coming Thursday um, in lovely Canton, Ohio. Hello. <laughs> I'll never I forget hope, the I game the, they canceled. I know, because the paint was a stick. field was torn up. <laughs> well played, NFL. Well. Nice look, Shield. Exactly. Yeah, I know. No, uh, so I was at the gym. I know you're happy for me. I am happy um, for you. And I was watching ESPN with the sound off, and they were you know, running through the, uh, uh-huh. the different divisions. And they seem to think that the Vikes are the team to beat. Uh, I don't want to see it. that... The Kirk Cousins is the most important player in the division. That's false. Well, I'm just saying that's from Booger McFarland well, to your ears, my I, friend. I love Booger. It's my guy. Mm-hmm. But I, I respectfully uh, disagree. Yeah, all right. Uh, the most important player for the Bears is? Mitch. That would be the defense oh, to you. The entire, <laughs> the well, entire defense is the most important player for no, the Bears. Mitch. Mitch. That's what they said. <laughs> well, Mitch is interesting. I don't know if you heard this. You see this? You hear about see this? this? Uh, 200 to 1 to be the MVP. I saw, and then everybody laid their the money NFL. down. And then everybody and people were putting tons of money down <laughs> because it's a value play. I, it is. It is. You're right. But I mean, that's a little over the top, right? It's a little over the top. That's a big expectation. Oh. MVP of the league. No, so they were feeling it was going to go Vikes, Bears, Pack, Lion. Uh, I agree with the Lion part. Yeah. Um, they're not going to be good. Um, and it's not because I don't like Patricia. I think that guy. I think he got a lot. He then got a bad rap last year. Um, are you too? Yeah. Yeah, I think he got a, a bit of a bad rap. They're going to be better. It can't be much worse, right? Right. And the Packers, it's all going to depend on the health of uh, A-Rod. Right. Yeah. Uh, Vikings, yeah, I mean, I, I guess. And yeah. But. There's uh You've still have you heard that uh, there's trouble in uh, Pleasantville there? Uh, no. He and the coach aren't no. on the same page. They're not at all. Well, that's not that's not good. No. No. If the coach and you aren't on the same page, oh boy, right? That's problematic. Well, we know what happened the last time. That that's was correct. The case because we know we know that Mister Rogers makes a shit ton of money. And is that one of those things so. that is like known but not said very often? About how much of a diva he is, and I'm sure frankly, I'm sure they try to bury that as much as possible. Yeah, about how much of a d bag he is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe because I mean he's got an image, right? You know, he's got sure. the State Farm commercials and and everything else. He's got an image to uphold, he does. I guess. But that doesn't mean you can't be a d bag, complete Deutsch, right? Right. Like Tom Brady. Like let's put let's use Tom Brady for example, right? Another. Did you see? Did you see all the, all the social media a flutter over yeah. what Tom Brady did? Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Tom Brady was on vacation with his daughter, and they jumped off a cliff into a, a pond, river, lake, whatever. <laughs> and and everybody a pool and a pond. A, pond would be pond, good for you. Natural springs. Um, and everybody was just losing their shit. How can Tom Brady? It's like, come on, man. Like, you know, if that was just video of some dude on vacation with his daughter, nobody would say a word. Right. But because it's Tom Brady, everybody, like, 
Shut up. Yeah, but you don't respond to it then, right? Yeah, you just go, you know, GFO. You just fuck out. Just leave me alone. Haters are going to hate, right? Right, That's about it. Yeah, exactly. (sighs) I don't get it. But anyway, the Hall of Fame game, Jay, is is coming up this Thursday. Falcon Bronco. The Vic Fangio-led Denver Bronco. Hmm. We'll see how that plays out. Their defense, obviously, we'll see how that plays out. Man, their quarterback—they traded for yes, Joe Flacco. Like, what are you doing? Right? What are you doing? Right? Like, oh man, that's not a—that's not good. <laughs> and so it was like he was angry. Yeah, when he was traded. Yes. Right? Yeah, because yeah, they were like, yeah, you know, we want you to come in here and kind of mentor. And he goes, I'm not about that. <laughs> I'm going to come here and try to win that job. I make twenty five million dollars, brother, brother, and, brother. And part of me goes, you know what? I want a guy to feel that way too. Yeah. But another part of me goes, all right, come on. Did you watch yourself play last the season? game? Right. Exactly. Have it's you been like, paying attention? dude, we we're we're going to pay you for your experience, right? But you know, nobody thinks that you're the answer. No. And if you do, that's sad because you're not. The but answer. I mean, but that was, his, that was his entire, uh, his MO. Mo- well, it was his motivation too, yeah, where yeah. I'm not here to mentor anybody else. I'm here to be the best player I can be. And if I'm, if I'm not number one, then I need to leave. And it's like, I admire that to a certain extent, like you said, right. But, I mean, you want a little red assness, but you sure. also want a team player. Right. Yeah. You don't want to be the sit on the bench by yourself if you're not the starter, which is what will happen. Right. Yeah. You know, I don't know. He he doesn't, he seems like a, I mean, and, and again, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, um, he's won a Super Bowl. Like what? Like that's yeah, 10 years ago. Right, sure. But I mean, like what did, I mean, he's just want, he wants to get paid. That's uh, it. Right. That's what it seems like. Yeah. He's the old crusty guy who doesn't want to be a team player. He's not going to change his contract. He's not going to do any of that crap. He's just going to go out there and he's going to play the best he can. And if they don't like it, tough. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Like, it sucks. It sucks for the Broncos. Right. This guy makes a shit ton of money. He's eating up a lot of your cap. Right. But man, that's just. And. That ain't right. So does Elway have a blind spot? Seems like it. Seems like it. Doesn't it? Doesn't I, it? Doesn't it seem like. He just kind of does it, and then, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I guess. I mean, the Manning experiment, again, I don't feel that the Broncos won because of him. They kind of won in spite of him. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, their defense was so, ridiculous. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. And speaking of yeah, Mr. Manning, yeah, uh, have you seen anything about his new show? No. Uh, he's going to have a show on uh, the East Coast Sports Promotion Network. Oh boy! And it's it's I think it's and of course I probably should have looked all this up <laughs> before, okay. but right. just off the top it just, of my head, it, it, it bounced in your head. You got to you got to speak right? on it. You know, I get okay. it. Okay, but 100%. from what I can remember, it's like kind of like the history of football or something like that. Oh, good. And it's him going around to all these different places and, um, you know, telling like about stories that had happened, and then you know, kind of either reliving them or redoing them or whatever. Right. But one of them, the, uh, the giants, the New York football giants, of course had done uh, a weird PR stunt where they had, um, a quarterback throw a football off the top of a building. I seem to and, remember and, that. And get, well, this was like in the 
I don't know, 70s? No, I want to say Joe Pasarch, uh, like I want to say like 1932. Oh Jesus! Okay, yeah, so I mean way, it way was back, crazy way back, like pre Y Tittle. Yeah, like way, which you're like, back. well, they they didn't really throw the ball then, but whatever. Right. So anyway, so uh, so Manning tries to replicate that. Yeah. And it was really hard because he couldn't like he couldn't step up. There was no right. way to get an angle. You had to get a certain loft. Right. So that looked that looked pretty cool. There was an, there's another one that he did, um, because Elvis was such a big football fan. Right. He had all these kids out, and uh, he dressed up as Elvis, <laughs> and they ran plays. Hot damn tomorrow, that man. Elvis would have run with his friends. Like they had that documentation sure. of you know what he wanted to do. It, it so. <laughs> it, it, it just it looked it looked cool. I, so, I'm looking forward to that. That sounds like a cool show. Yeah, and for all of Peyton's, I mean, he makes fun of himself a little bit, right? For all of Peyton's debaggery that he seems like he is, that I'd watch that show. Yeah, I, I would watch that show. That sounds like fun. And uh, uh, speaking of the Shield, right quick here. Yes, um, an article came out last week. Um, take a stab how much revenue got shared by the league, like the TV revenue and stuff like that. TV revenue from yep. the leg yep. just around all the teams? Uh, correct. The, the lump sum that got shared with the 32 teams. Mm, $5 billion. $8.7 billion. Jeez. Split 32 ways. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Wow. That's a lot <laughs> That's of money. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Right? I mean, I'm just so, like, I saw that number and I'm just like, these guys are printing money before they even pay, before they have any revenue whatsoever. Yeah. Right? Like. Exactly. Well, and that's the thing. And if you're like, oh, Goodell's an asset. We got to get rid of him. Owners are like, nope. N- no. Right. Don't think exactly. so. They're like, Circle the wagons. Although, is it him? I mean. I mean, he's yeah. doing a lot of the negotiations. You quote Danny Mac, don't you just roll the balls out there and recreate? I guess. <laughs> yeah. You, I, you could put on the Roger Goodall, Goodall mask and yeah, I mean yeah, uh, I, I did the math real quick. It's two hundred and fifty-six sure, sure. million dollars a team. Oh, okay. From TV revenue, two five six million. Yeah, the salary cap is a hundred. It's not beer. It's million. not personal seat licenses. It's, it's not nothing. hat dogs. It is nothing. It is not uh, at merchandise. Merchandise. It's not parking. It's not your hundred years of Bears or books. Anything. It is all TV money. So that's what you start. And then there was another uh, article that came out. (laughs) And I can't believe this is true, but according to the article, it is the Green Bay uh, Packers profits, they fell 98%. Because there was a 13% rise in expenses somehow. Like, how does that happen? Wow. How do your profits fall 98%? Like, I don't... (laughs) That doesn't yeah, make any sense huh. to me, right? Doesn't it? Like when you gotta pay your shareholders, Joe. It's, it's true, my friend. I think we just uh, we hide that money over. Yeah, no, not so much. Yeah, yeah, but a thirteen percent increase in expenses. Yeah, <laughs> what we really had in profit. Yeah, yeah, that's cooking the books is what they call it. Yeah, it's kind of. I'm not saying. I'm just yep. saying. Yeah, cooking them, cooking them books. Cook, cook, cooking the books, cooking the books. So. But that's football as we uh, stand here today. But full tilt boogie, baby. That first Thursday night. Oh, my God. Bears Packers. Dude. Hundred years. Dude. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be be awesome. So good. 
I cannot wait. It's going to be so good. Uh, NHL, we had Blackhawks uh, convention, fan convention this week. Yeah, all right. It was the, it's the Blackhawks, uh, you know, make nice, nice with the fans for sure. two days. It's the John McDonough. Yeah, for sure. That's definitely a Cub convention. Blueprint. Yeah, for sure. So they had that this weekend. Um, Bulls are still the Bulls. Summer League's over. Bulls are still bad. Uh, you know. <laughs> this just in. <laughs> this just in. And did you see, oh, who was it? Kyrie Leonard. Who, who's going to? I always get them confused. Kyrie, Kyrie went to the Clippers, right? If I remember right. Yeah. Okay. So. With. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that guy. But anyway, so yeah. Kyrie made a quote about the Lakers. Actually, more about Los Angeles than anything else, right? And said that this hasn't been a Lakers town in a long time. <laughs> 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 that the Clippers have been better for the last five, six, seven years, <laughs> which is accurate. But which is true. Yeah, I don't know about the Lakers not being a no. Lakers town. Like, no. eh, I don't know about that. Let's not get carried away. And maybe now, who knows? Right? I mean, they have LeBron though. So I mean, like, no. and Anthony Davis. It's all, now, I mean, so. that hierarchy has always gone: Lakers, Dodgers. Yeah, it's a huge Dodgers town. Everybody sure. else. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. NFL way down the list. Yeah. And now they have two teams technically until uh, next year, till twenty twenty. Then the Raiders will be in Vegas. The Raiders. That stadium's coming along nicely. The apparently. Vegas Raiders. Yeah, that's just that so perfect. It doesn't sound right. I know. It's, it's, it's perfect. It just sounds weird. Las Vegas Raiders. Like It just sounds... Eh, whatever. Yeah. They have a giant slot machine on the scoreboard. That'd be cool. <laughs> right? Yeah. And there's talk, by the way, of uh, a baseball team moving there. That's a scuttlebutt. Yeah. Yeah. Of all the teams that it feels would be worried about the gambling implications. The MLB? Yeah. Yeah, probably so. I mean, just just because of the history. <laughs> They've had a little problem with gambling. Oh, <laughs> let's be fair. There might be a couple Back stains. in the day. Yeah, maybe Did a you couple. See this? Did you hear about this? Yeah. I don't John know what No, I don't Pete Rose. <laughs> um, mm. mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Willie Mays was uh, almost got suspended because he was he was associating with gamblers. Like just wow. being around him, he almost got suspended. Sure, <laughs> you know Mickey Mantle, same thing. Like they used to, you know, the mob used to go into his fucking club all the time in New York, and MLB didn't like that. Well, which is kind of fair, I guess. But he's Mickey fucking Mantle. Like he is <laughs> Mickey fucking Mantle. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what are you gonna do? You know. I think it's going to be cool. Um, the Raiders Stadium looks awesome, and the the rumor is the the Rays. And and for God's sake, do not play any games in Montreal. Yeah, please don't do that. No, we've seen that. Don't we've exactly we've seen that. We know how it ends. Yeah, learn a lesson from like the NHL. Don't do that. Do not move them to Montreal. Now, I if mean, you want, they were the MLB. Prospect, yeah. Team. Oh, yeah. Yes, like Pedro and oh, Lara Walker. But you cannot move that team to Montreal. Don't do it. Move yeah. them anywhere else. I think Vegas would be a great spot. Portland would be a great spot. 
Oh, Portland would be amazing. Um, Nashville would, I think, I think Nashville would be a good spot, but then somebody brought up at work that that whole area down there is all, are all Braves fans. Where is this? Uh, Nashville. Oh yeah. yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Now, they're that all true. Um, fans of mine when I was around. Correct. Two and two to Claudel Washington. And that's the Titan town. So yeah. Yeah. And that as a fan base, they, they have done pretty well. They've been okay. Yeah. You yeah. figure with SEC football that the, that the Titans would not be where they are, but they, you know, they, no, they're digging it done. Yeah. You know, and SEC football, we'll, we'll have to have to clutch on, uh, here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Talk a little, a maybe, little preview. Maybe talk a little over unders for college football. Now that we're tying we'll in some gambling done. things and things like that. Absolutely. Uh, the over under, by the way, Jay, on, uh, the Illini, Lovey, uh, it's four. Mm. It's four. Mm. Over is four. So, uh, Here's an interesting concept we brought up. Is before. it wrong that I'm under? Take the under. Yeah, probably. No, not wrong. I mean, you're probably right. Yeah. So here's something we thought about at work. What if you had relegation in uh, college football? Meaning, oh, so you'd have like the Power Five conferences, right? Yeah. So you'd have like SEC, ACC, Big Ten, Big Twelve, and uh, Pac-12. So those would be your Power Fives. And if you finish last in any of those conferences, you get relegated to like the MAC hmm. or the Mountain West. Okay. So like if you're Illinois. And then who gets promoted? And then the champion from that league would get promoted. Mm. Okay. So like if, if Northern Illinois wins the MAC and Illinois finishes last, then Illinois would go to the MAC and Northern Illinois would go to the Big Ten. In theory, yeah. I think that's amazing yeah. and quite likely to happen. Yeah. Your scenario, yeah. Uh, scheduling, there's no way you can do it. Um, I mean, unless you would just assume the schedule of the team that right. dropped down. I'm, a sh- I'm assuming that if the dollars are right, they'll figure it out. If it makes money. Okay. Money, 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 money. That's what it's all about. So it seems like we want to do um, this uh, Premier League scenario with every sport we have because <laughs> it's such a good idea. It is right. You shouldn't be rewarded for tanking. Yes, no, you should this be. Is true. You should be. You should be gone for tanking. You should try to win every yeah. single game, like the NBA. And this is another reason I'm not a huge fan of the NBA. Just sitting guys to sit them when they're, you know, you, yeah. you, you play 82 games a year. Yeah. I understand in baseball when they play 162 games a year and right. they play like 24 straight days in a row. Like yeah. today, for example, today the White Sox, they finally sat Jose Abreu. It's his first day off when there's been a game this year. Wow. He's played 101 games. <laughs> you know, and it's like, I get it there, right? For yeah. for for baseball cuz it's just it's a it's a marathon, right? Sure. And the NBA has gone, has gone out of their way, like out of their way to spread games out for the players. So they're mm-hmm. not You know what I mean? They're like, still back to back. They've gone out of their way to get I rid know. of stuff like that. They have. <laughs> and they still bench guys cuz well, like it, that just that like I'll give you, here's an example. Here's another, here's, a, here's an example. So let's say the Lakers are playing the Bulls. 
Mm-hmm. And they and it's in February, right? Mm-hmm. And the Lakers, oh, LeBron's sitting. The Lakers aren't going to play LeBron or and or Anthony Davis. Right. If you're a Bulls fan, you've looked at the schedule and went. Right. That's the game I want to go because I want to see because LeBron. I want to see those guys. Right, I want to see LeBron because yeah. that NBA is not a team driven league; it is a player driven league. Right, correct. That's what brings the house. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's the players. It's right. not the team. Right. Well, because like if fuck if, if LeBron were on Memphis, it would be sold out every day, every place they play mm-hmm. because everybody wants to see LeBron. Right. So so if you're True. a Bulls fan, you've plunked down your hard earned money to see LeBron, and he doesn't play because he doesn't feel like it. Like he doesn't, he he's not. Well, because he's got to save some for the playoffs. Sure, but I mean, come on, you just no. ripped off. You've just literally ripped off your fans because this no. bag doesn't want to play. Like, get your ass out there and play. I'm not saying I play the whole game. I understand that part of it. If you want to play them 20 minutes instead of 40 minutes, okay, great. But give the fans what they paid to see. If you yeah. want, if you don't, if you want to play him less, oh great, but don't deny. And the ticket prices for it, they're outrageous. Like 80, yeah. 80 bucks for three hundred level seats at the United Center. Get the fuck out of here with that. And to deny yeah. those guys an an opportunity to go see LeBron play, even if it's for twenty minutes instead of forty, is ludicrous. It's dumb. Yeah. And I can't believe that, well, I'm doing it to be devil's advocate. Sure. But the guy's getting older, right? Yeah. If yeah. you're really going to try to win something that matters other mm-hmm. than Tibbs's fantasy of <laughs> right. winning the regular season that yeah. absolutely nobody gives a fuck about. Correct. Uh, you got to you gotta rest these guys. You, re- I mean, you do. You can. You play but, 20, I mean, 20 minutes a game. <laughs> yeah. Especially, it's, especially it's, on the it's, road. But it's still, it's. Think about it. You've got to have the entire day off to to get a benefit to, from it. to have it count. Because otherwise, you've got to go through your normal routine. Right. You've got to go through your game day prep. You've got to do everything else. I mean, sure. it's it's not like having time off. I mean, it's sure right. it's twenty minutes sitting on the bench. But right. I don't know. I don't know why I'm defending it so hard because right. I I agree with you too. And I it, I it, would be pissed if I went. It, it it it's conflicting in my mind because on one end you should be able to run your team in you want because ultimately you want to win a championship. That's yeah. the ultimate, I mean, obviously make money, but that's going to happen either way in the NBA is to win a championship, right? Like right. that's the goal. I, and I get it and I understand it, but you cannot just crap all over the fans that have paid a hundred bucks a seat to come see LeBron play and not have him the day of Go, nah, he's not playing tonight. Is he injured? No, no, no. He's just going to sit. Well, I mean, in my mind, all I'm hearing, like if that became a thing, yeah. all I'm hearing is he would have a phantom injury. Ooh, you know, I mean, that that would be the case. It would be like, oh, strained knee. You're probably right. We're, we're watching it. He's day to day. You're probably right. I, yeah, you're probably I mean, right. would you feel better then? No. No. <laughs> no. But it's just, and I, I honestly... If you're resting a guy to rest him because you want to win down the down the line, yeah. I, I don't have a, I, a problem with that. What I have a problem with yeah. is sitting your best guys so you lose. Yeah. You give yourself tanking. the worst chance tanking. to win. Right, tanking. Yeah, that I, I, I know. 
mean, again, that goes that's, back to uh, that's that's where I have an it's issue. It's conflicting in my fan. head. Like it's conflicting. In my if head. I have eighty bucks that I plunk down, like you said, in let's, I would want to go see somebody stupid that like I'd go see the Grizz, right? Sure. Or the Pelican, right? Just just to get to a game. Right. And right. if the bull, if I felt the Bulls were trying to lose on purpose, I I can't. And right. there's supposedly sanctions and fines for that sort of thing, but I don't hear about them getting, you know. I've never levied. heard Nate Silver do that ever. Oh, right? Nate Silver, Silver do that. I forget his first name. Oh, but yeah, Nate Silver. Is, I always uh, say Nate Silver is 538 guy. But yeah, 538. Yeah. yeah, but Silver, I've never heard him ever David, crack down. Right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, why not? <laughs> that shows how big an NBA fan I am. If there was only some sort of Adam oh, Silver. Oh, no, it was David Adam Stern. Silver. Adam Silver. It's Adam Silver. Thank you. Adam it was Silver. David Stern. Thank you, stop Internet. yelling at your uh, Thank you, radio. It's Mitch. Adam Silver. Yeah, stop, Coach. It's Adam Silver. Calm down. Check your pulse. Right. I watch maybe one NBA game a year, if I'm honest. But, <laughs> but like I said, LeBron, I, I, mean, I try. I try to catch a, a bevy of uh, Bulls games. I'll tell you where I used to see him the most is when I was out at the bars. Yes. But uh, now, being almost fifty, right now it's I don't do that anymore. No, 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 no. Yeah, I mean I'm at work, but when I'm at work, if if it's I'd rather watch any NHL game than any NBA game. Right. Like, literally. <laughs> like, I'll find an NHL game to watch. Because I'm yeah, a hockey guy. I, I'm a hockey I'm, fan. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end on the other side of that coin. Okay. So You're an NBA fan. Well, no, I'm a Boo fan. The Boo. Talk about the Boo. I try to, so. gather, I try to gather my information on the NBA as the, from the players from work. Just by osmosis, right? Because there's tons of NBA fans that work I'm here. for us. I'm in the building. I've got to um, learn some of this, right? I got to. I just kind of. It just kind of sinks in, right? Sure. Like I whatever. Seeping into sports your radio because they they never talk about hockey. So when you have when you guys <laughs> talk more hockey, <laughs> that's right. That make me like a hockey ticket. Um, a hockey ticket. Uh, that's. I mean, because I'm not a consumer of the product. Like I'm a consumer sure. of the NHL product. For sure. Oh, and I don't want to fool anybody and, and say that I'm a real Bulls fan. I mean, you if you watch one game a right. year, I might watch 10. Right. And mm-hmm. I might catch maybe five on the radio when I'm driving because, you know, the score has it and I, I don't turn right. it off when right. I'm in there. And as we get older, we realize that we weren't necessarily Bulls fans growing up, but we were Jordan fans growing up. Right? Uh, we, were, we were championship fans. I think that's that fair. Way. We were fair weather fans. You know, well, God, I, I hate. I hate, yeah. to, I hate to acknowledge okay. it, but, right? No, like when when it was Jordan Bulls, you couldn't get me out in front of a television set for the Bulls games. I watched every yeah. one, every one of them. Right, you couldn't. I would watch every game from home, right? Like, I, I, and I make it a point. I, my friends and I would go, "Hey, let's go to let's go down over to the bar and watch a Bulls game." Great. Now, nah. Keep it. Yeah, and I used to, uh, the culture will remember this, but I used to get ribbed because when I first moved up um, to St. Charles, yep. the uh, northwest suburb of sure. Chicago. Sure, St. Chuck. Um, coming from Champaign or coming from Urbana, you know, I was like a Cowboys fan and a Lakers fan. Ooh. Because I, that's who was on TV and that's who won and that's who I saw the right, most. Right, right. Well, like, uh, but, there's, go ahead. Sorry. And then, but you know, later it was like, dude, you got to have pride in your city. You've got to be loyal. You got to, right. You know, I mean, I was always a Cubs fan because of GN. Right. But, uh, 
it was always so then you know then it was okay those are my favorite teams and that's who i follow and know the most about mm-hmm. but then i always had somebody in my back pocket because they always sucked. Right, exactly. So when right. it got to the playoff, who, who am I going to watch once once it gets there? Who am I pulling for? <laughs> right. But, I mean, the Woolridge uh, Bulls, the your Kyle Macy, your Gene Banks. Yeah. John Mengelt. Uh, go further back than that. John Mengelt. Oh, sure. Sure. Of course. You do. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I was a the big, redhead. big NBA fan. Was. But then hockey took over. Like, ooh, what's this? Ooh, ooh. Yeah, I'm a huge hockey nerd. Or was, anyway. Still yeah, like and I, I just need to know more about it. I mean, right. but I'll be honest. I also want to know more about cricket. Yeah, rugby. Right? Like Rugby looks intriguing as hell. They I'm just saying, the I, these are things that I want to watch games with people that know what the fuck's going on. Yes. So I can learn about it. Right, right. Like cricket, we do cricket at work, but we don't do it in, in Chicago. It's done somewhere else. Right. And I would love to sit down with somebody and go, Hey, I don't get this. Why is, you know, why is just one team batting? Like apparently one team bats and then the other team bats. Like it's not, it doesn't alternate by inning. It just one team bats and then another team bats. And then whoever wins, wins. Well, and in the English league, they break for tea. Yeah, man. Got to, got to have, got to have a little tea in the middle. But then the games go on for like three days. (laughs) That's what I hear. I yeah. think there's two different types of. Uh, yeah. There's yeah. also two different types of rugby, too. Okay. It's Australian so, rules, right? That's different. Oh. Australian rules football is its own thing. Oh, okay. Which I love. Aussie rules football is awesome. Okay. And I know and that's all the, the rules. black shirts, and they're like the greatest team of all time in yeah. anything ever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Australian rules football is fun because they zero fucks. They beat the piss out of each other, literally. Kick, punch. <laughs> it's great. Sure. It's fun to watch. That's what, I mean, and back in the, back in the day, you know, when we first got cable, I mean, ESPN isn't the ESPN it was today. <laughs> right. You know, they didn't bother that's with all the these shows. Show. They just wanted to put some tape on and, and midget tossing. Time. Yeah. And a lot Strong of it, man competitions. Of it, I mean, they would show hockey games from the night before during the day, the next day, just to get content. <laughs> like, you know, and one of the things they showed a lot of was Australian rules football. I mean, they'd show two, three, four games a week, different games. It's pretty sweet. It <laughs> they is. show the grand final live, which is like their Super Bowl. Nuts. And the field is ginormous. Oh, my God. It's so big. Um, in Sydney, uh, is it Sydney or Melbourne? I think it's Sydney. They actually built a stadium with retractable stands. It's cool yeah, shit. Right. So like, okay, because it, it backs up for Australian rules football, and then like an entire side of the stadium, basically, moves in for soccer because they play soccer oh, on the same cool. field. Yeah, it's like wow, I never even thought about that. I mean, it's kind of like what uh, what they're doing in England with the football pitch at Tottenham. You know, building the st- the football NFL football stadium or field underneath the regular pitch. Yes, so that was kind of cool. Like, oh, okay. Didn't think about that. That's a diff- definitely a different way to do it. Probably cost a metric shit ton of money. <laughs> I bet. They could have just yeah. built a pitch, but apparently not. So, And it, what they gotta have to understand different. is gotta be if there's going to be an NFL team in London, it's not going to be there. No. No. Shad Khan is not going to put it there. <laughs> he is not. No. Uh-uh. He will buy Wembley first. Right. Before it goes to Tottenham. 
I agree. But you never know. Maybe they're trying to get an expansion team, but I got to imagine if the Jaguars end up moving to London, which they might do, that's still a thing. Um, I'd imagine they would play at Wembley. Yeah. Because Wembley's kind of underused right now. Yeah. I think Tottenham was playing there. One of the teams was playing there while their stadium was getting renovated. But now hmm. they're done. So, I mean, it makes perfect sense to have the NFL there. Because Shad Khan, there was a thing on um, SA.com did a thing uh, where they spent exactly where they spent the day with Shad Khan. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that he's an Illinois guy. Oh, yeah. Like, he's got a house, in, or he had a house in St. Charles. Longtime Illinois guy. Like, he yeah. owns a factory in Champaign. He went to sure. U of I. He, yeah. His kids all went to U of I. It's crazy. I didn't realize yeah, that. Man. I didn't realize the Illinois ties to with Oshad. But anyway, um, he All right, Joey, I'm looking at the clock on the wall, bro. What? The clock is moving. Oh, shit. Yeah, I guess you're right. Enough so shot. So why don't talk. you give me a um, something that you, that you love? Oh, great. Okay, we can do that. Um, there's a female supergroup in country, uh, although it's not really country country, not natural country, really. Um, it's like the country we like. <laughs> Uh, it's called the High Women, and they played their first gig um, last night at the Newport Folk Festival. And there's video of it. If you go to Anthony Mason's, not the Nick player Anthony Mason, but the CBS reporter Anthony Mason, his Twitter feed has video. Like he uses his phone. It's also it. on the YouTube's. Oh, it was on the YouTube's. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's um, where I saw it. And uh, they were great. Jason Isbell is a guitar player. FAF. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Um, and they have a, a he equated uh, writing a gay country song. <laughs> yes, I'm looking forward for, to hearing uh, Ms. Carlisle yes, to sing for Ms. Carlisle. That's great. As uh, as writing a what she say a uh, civil rights yes. saw, uh, movie, right? And yeah. showing it to Spike Lee. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay. All right. Hey, I wrote this song. It's about two lesbians. Uh, you want to sing yeah. it? You want to sing it? Sure. <laughs> uh, but I, that, that's kind of, that song's weird. awesome. It is. It's very good. Um, their Top harmonies tour. are, are incredible. And they played last night. Isabel was in the backup band with the twins that play with Belinda Carlisle, the two guys, the two brothers that are twin brothers. Um, and I, I saw a thing on Brandy Carlisle too, not to go too far off the subject because the clock's running out, but, um, apparently these, these two brothers and Brandy Carlisle have been together forever. Like they're the unit and they decided early on to put their name and name and reputation behind Brandy, like, like make Brandy the front of it, but really cool. they're a band. They're really a band between the, okay. the two twin brothers and, and uh, Brandy Carlisle. I like the sound of that. Yeah, so uh, that's that's me. Uh, the, and I the hope Isbell's all over that album. He is. He is all over it for sure. He is. All um, over. What about you? What do you got? No, no, no. I and oh, okay. just just that. Um, mm-hmm. Amanda Shire's solo. Not, not a great. huge fan, right? But her, the way she sings with this group, yeah, she fits right. Otherworldly, yeah, it fits right at the top. She's that high it, harmony. It is outstanding. It is very good. So do yourself and a favor out there. Look up the there's, high women. There's five of them, right? Four. 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 Two of them, okay. I'd, one of them I'd kind of heard of, Maren Morris. Yeah. The other one, I have no idea who she is. 
Yeah, me Brandy either. Carlisle and Amanda Shires. Yeah, man. The fourth it's one, there, I couldn't tell you who she is. But Maren Morris has a number one hit. She has Ooh. a number one country song in the country right now. Oh. And uh, Brandy Carlisle's no, Brandy Carlisle. That's right. Brandy Carlisle's Brandy Carlisle. And Amanda Shires is Amanda Shires. So, yeah. There you so go. get in line. That's right. What you got? Yeah. Um, it's funny. I, I saw that video last night at my uh, good friend Jay's place, and um, his is my other happy thing. Um, Great. He turned me on to Tyler Childers. Okay. He tried to turn me on to him like six months ago. Yeah. And I gave it the uh, perfunctory listen, and his voice is unique. Okay. And at that point, I wasn't really looking for something unique. Okay. I kind of needed something that was right more old wine new bottle sure and so i kind of put it on the shelf and i was going over to see him and he's like hey have you do you like him yet i'm right. like no I'm like, eh. so I, I gave it a day and threw on the old spotify and just kind of put him on repeat sure and after a couple of hours i'm i'm sold i'm in like voice unique is it like coulter wall uh because his know voice what is the, the only personal thing i can compare it to yeah is um, when I first heard Dave Matthews, and okay. it was a big no thank you. Right. But then I dated a girl that was a fan. Right. And All of a sudden, hey, then Dave I Matthews became a fan. Bad. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And then not only it's not like putting up with it, but it's like really enjoying it. Cool. This, guy, this guy's songwriting is uh, it's stellar. It's really I'll, good stuff. I'll give, it a, I'll give it a listen. So, yeah, give that a spin, and oh. Camp Cope is what we played at the top if you yeah, want to check those ladies out, too. They're they're angry, mm. angry Aussies. I don't know how this kind of turned into an Australian episode. Well, there you go. That's we the way it is sometimes. It's all good. I clock them all. All right, kid. Uh, well, thank you for listening to this episode of It's That Podcast. Uh, we are on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash it's that pod. We're on Twitter. Uh, I am at Triple Lindy's. Jason is at J the Letter. It's the ladder. Sleet Shirley. Uh, we, you can email us. Joe at it's that podcast.com or Jason at it's that podcast.com. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and now Alexa. Just by saying, hey, Alexa, play it's that podcast through the TuneIn app. And then blam. We ask that you, right uh, there for you rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah. We appreciate all the input we get. Please email us if you have any questions, comments, things you want to add, topics, we're down for whatever. Yeah, so man. So just let us know. And we'll if reviewing it. sounds like too hard of a chore, like, I don't want to type anything. Just, you know, rate the stars. Throw those five stars up there. Put the five, it's boom. all good. And then boom. And then we're ready. Bam. That's it. Blam. It's one click. Blam. Five. Bam. Done. Boom. Read it. Finished. Uh, so this we was a pretty you. good uh, William Perry episode, brother. It was. It was pretty, pretty good. Fridge would be happy. Fridge would be proud. He would be. He would be. He opened the door and the light goes on. Uh, we want to thank you guys for listening to this episode of It's That Podcast. <laughs>